the GJM News Report. Reporting from New York, John Jacobs. Art is a critical part of our lives. Art is the essence of our lives. With me in the studio, joining me today, Guy Bassey, host of Talk Me Some Art and Other Stories, and also Buckles Brannigan, renowned Western TV hero, sometimes villain. Thanks both for being here. And uh, when I say villain, I mean that in a uh, very, uh, not a um, not a derogatory way in any sense. Uh, he's played the villain in subtle roles outside of his Buckles Brannigan series, but he has a, a little villainous uh, episode uh, that's going to be coming up uh, where he plays, he sort of plays some tricks on us. Um, and I want to, I'm joined now, uh, here he is, Mr. Buckles Brannigan. And Guy, you're, uh, I'm going to talk to you in a minute. I'm glad to have this uh, three-pronged uh, conversation, three-pronged discussion, three-pronged three back and forth, uh, the, 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 the triple-pronged the triple prong adventure uh, here. I'm all for that. And uh, why don't I start off with, with Buckles, though, because I want, to, I want to just bring in and segue some of the aspects of art uh, specifically through Buckles, uh, Buckles Ventures, and uh, uh, maybe we can touch upon how how art is um, how art is it looks at it, comes at us from a practical standpoint and and a spiritual standpoint at the same time. How how we can engage in art? How do, how what do we do? What do we do in our lives? How how can how in our lives can we exist and and create art through existence? Is it possible to, uh, is it, uh, well, how come we think that we're legends in our own mind, in a sense? Uh, I think we all have to admit that we, we all have a movie playing in our, in our, in our heads right now. Uh, it's, a, it's an elaborate, incredible uh, calliope of uh, uh, sometimes cacophony, uh, hopefully mostly, sometime, mostly the time symphony, um, but certainly a, a, a a, a, a cacophony uh, I'm sorry not a cacophony I don't want to go off track uh, but certainly a calliope and uh, a calliope of of, of, uh, of activity how does art fit in your paradigm uh, actually I want to ask that to, to Guy how does art fit into your paradigm Guy and uh, coming off that, that uh, little, we had a little mini break, but I want to get to that question. Can we probe it, Guy? Can we probe your mind? And it's great to see you. It's great. It's, it's fantastic to be, uh, you know, just being a guest it's on my own show. I, I, you know, I, just, I, I know this is the GJM report, and, uh, but uh, it's all part of one thing, isn't it? Guy, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, this is a special standalone report, the GJM News Report. We open up uh, classically, uh, in the classic style, in the classical, in the classical mode. And um, if you don't like it, Guy, you can simply lump it. No, I know, and I kid, we kid, we kid around because we have that relationship. Um, I've known John Jacobs since 1999. 
So there you go. Uh, buckles, buckles as well. And, um, and so, uh, right around right at the same time, cause we went to the, all went to the same, uh, earth source meeting in 1999 to, to, uh, to do a Y2K party. Uh, we had a, uh, kind of an eclectic group. Uh, the core group of people were, um, uh, were, were integral to some of the, uh, initiatives that were that were uh, we that we implemented, uh, and it was a two-year plan, um, and it was part marketing, part uh, science, um, quite a bit of science, but basically marketing in my in my orbit, in my orbit, not a big company. Uh, it was it was part of that uh, part of that uh, kind of government agreement, but it was a, uh, a company that wanted to be autonomous. And uh, Buckles uh, had a sponsorship with uh, a he had gone uh, organic before people were going organic, in a sense. And that's our clock, the mantle clock, in two in the studio here in New York City uh, that I know of. I, I know I've heard that, John. That is our that is our studio clock guy. Uh, that's that is a, uh, a mantle uh, that we keep as a classical uh, kind of composition into the studio here, and we uh, use it to to prompt us. It's a fifteen minute prompt and kicker. And uh, we, it kicks us into gear, make sure we're staying on the main story arc and not going off to off to track. It's an invention that I invented uh, back in uh, working with Guy, working with you, Guy, I know, because you're sitting there right across from me. We had a collaboration, yes. If, can I explain? I'd like to explain it. Well, I, I wanted to just, you could further explain it, but uh, I wanted to just say that it's here in the studio as a replica it's not the original. It, it's a replica, and uh, it's because we can never recreate the original from the main Pawtucket uh, orbit of Talk Me Some Art and Other Stories. That's the main orbit, and I, we're, we have a certain allegiance to the to the to the outside uh, main main uh, the main uh, superstructure uh, of the whole uh, uh, podcast itself. Uh, after all, it is the Talk Me Some Art and Other Stories podcast. Uh, yes, guy, and you're getting a little uh, combative, aren't you? Well, I, I do get a little defensive. No, I kid. I, I, I know you kid, guy. I know you're not one of the defensive types. Uh, you can take a little bit of criticism. I actually can. Um, I actually can do that, John. Uh, I got a little bit of a thicker skin when it comes to uh, taking criticism uh, on my, my uh, on, on it's different aspects of my life, actually. Uh, I, I, I've, I've grown to, uh, to be able to take criticism in a much better way. I, not that I was a, off the top uh, to be a, a, uh, one of those that, uh, you know, was so, you know, walking on eggshells, never that situation and never even, uh, never even, uh, I, I must say, I, I probably have fallen into the prima donna trap, uh, by just by default, 
uh, in, in, in cases, but I think my prima donna ship uh, has waned over the years. It's waned. I don't know if it's a mellowing out. I don't know if it's a settling in as to what the, you know, the actual reality uh, and working, you know, being a, uh, maybe desensitized a little bit, desensitized, uh, working with clients so directly. And you, you have a lot of associations with clients, Guy, I, I understand. I do. I, I have associations with, um, with uh, Buckles Brannigan, you know, working with his company. Not so much him, because I've known Buckles but so long. But uh, but the, the Earth Source was a was a was a, uh, a, a nexus point for uh, for John and I mine relationship, and you know, and Buckles as well. And I, I appreciate that guy for that perspective on you know uh, our 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 beginnings here. Uh, let's get back to art. Um, you, uh, Buckles have, uh, gone on to, uh, work with, uh, some of the greatest, uh, minds in marketing, on uh, your products and you've, uh, advanced and you're, you're, you know, you're a jet setter yet you've, you've worked on the fifties set and you were also, uh, you living in, in South Fork in 1870s. How do you explain your time span? Well, Guy, I, I, um, John, I'm looking at Guy right now, but John, um, we're right across, we're right across from each other, and uh, but we've been we've been close. But um, my my aspect of my what my relationship, uh, I am. Uh, uh, my life is art. My life, my life is art. Um, uh, John, uh, I have uh, I've been blessed. I've been blessed. I was born in New York City. I was three days old, and we came down. Uh, we went into uh, through through Wichita, and uh, came back. Continued uh, on uh, a myriad of horse trails, uh, and uh, I was uh, at that time uh, leaving Wichita. I was about. Uh, I was only about uh, seven months old, I believe. I might be wrong um, about about that. I'm not really sure. I'm one of those guys that has a little bit of detail as to my birth, and uh, through through uh, through relatives uh, relating, you know, relating that stuff to me. But for the most part. Uh, I, I'm, I'm a little bit, uh, I, I'd say I'm about average as to knowing where I come from. And, uh, um, but my mom and my dad uh, came down. My dad had a position starting, uh, came in into the heels of our Wichita leave uh, when we, when we uh, packed up and moved, continued on. Uh, after uh, about seven months living in, in Wichita, believe it or not. And so I was seven months old as we headed down into South Fork. And since the seven months guy, I've lived, and I believe, and I want to get back to your question, I don't want to get off track to that, and it's art, and about art, how important art is. And I'm glad, I'm glad this GJM news report is focusing on uh, on art because it, it's a word that 
we 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 say and we sometimes don't think, don't give it thought. Don't give it thought. Uh, when we say our life is an art, what does that mean? What does that mean? Uh, I think, in my perspective, it's it's the thoughts that I have that go throughout my brain that I think of from a day and look at, and I look at a window and I see beauty or I see, uh, I see uh, relationships. I see relationships. Um, if I, you know, I like the perspective of life. So with that, it's, it's art in that sense. And, and if we have those experiences throughout the day, if we have the capacity, the capacity to interpret what we see or or what we hear through through music, uh, I can remember I can remember uh, 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 he's he had a Euclid 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 Marvin Euclid Marvin and he was a pioneer player. Imagine having a name like that, Euclid. Look it up. And uh, he, uh, but he was a great piano player. And uh, we had him at the Johnson Saloon. And and with my paradigm coming down through South Fork and living and working with artists and seeing, defining the art and not almost taking it for granted, uh, almost taking the the premise of art for granted. Because uh, we can be uh, we can be depressed and we can get off track and we can we can mull and we can moan and we can realize we could later realize we'll come maybe to a realization with wisdom in life later on, as it acquires in our that art has played an important role, and we need to continue to foster it. We need to continue to reinforce it. And you try not to get this discouraged with, with life. Uh, I've kept working. That's how I've done it. And uh, there's different ways of people handling it. And every person has to respect that particular person's ways. I've always respected people on the set in my 1957 uh, series. I call it the 57 because my best years were 1957. But this, the show continued on for sixty to sixty-three, uh, and when I say the, the, the other years were close to fifty-seven in its, uh, but it, we had the exuberance of it, and uh, the, the 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 out of the gateness, and the show kept going. And I'm, don't get me wrong, we we had a good good run, um, and uh, I I think we all had fun, but it became more work. You see. It became more work because it was a, we had a larger, uh, larger staff. We were one of the first shows to go color on CBS when that was airing, and uh, we had uh, we had the opportunity to have a, a increased budget. This the sets became more elaborate. Uh, we were in color by '63. We were in color. And uh, there were less than half the TV sets that you would have had in 1967. So you can see that there's there's a difference in in by the time that uh, mainstream came back on. But we were ahead of the curve, and uh, we had uh, we had a great 
great staff and and I, my art my art continues through all of those aspects you see and it's the way you look at things the way you interpret things in life uh, and how you can uh, transpose those onto your your not just your behavior but in your whole modicum of existence and your whole modus operandi and the actual practical way you actually practically apply it must be reflected by your love for art that must be the impetus it must be the art it prevails in everything remember that art prevails in everything in music in, in all aspects of life and in and thought thought can be art thought can be art but it needs it needs an expression component uh, there is interpretation of course of course there's interpretation but somehow it must manifest I, I, I don't want to sound like that uh, German professor uh, but uh, with my with my whole modus operandi that, that I've employed I use the actors that I work with as vehicles as vehicles and uh, and uh, to to progress my agenda and to also create a, an aspect of spirituality that can hopefully exemplify uh, myself upon upon my my compatriots is that a good way to to to, to make perspective of that i think it's i think it's dead on buckles i think your art your life living your art your your art arc your art arc I, I should say, um, uh, you have uh, pre prevailed in that quest. Yes, and I and I and I did, and I my life I just, you know, I've got my I was born in eighteen thirty six, okay, and I, I I progressed and uh, working my way up. By eighteen seventy seven, I was uh, I was uh, uh, working with Sheriff Wyatt. To keep the clean, keep keep our town of eighty-seven occupants uh, in line. As a Manhattan office in New York City, uh, Mister Mantle replica, telling us to uh, uh, close our segment right now. And uh, but my art, I wanted to say, you know, I, I was in eighteen thirty. By 1877, I'm in that world, in that mode of keeping keeping South Fork, uh, seek South Fork, uh, 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 basically. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to go there. I don't want to go there, and that is to keep the city clean. And I guess I don't want to sound like a Jack Webb kind of uh, a dragnet uh, uh, diatribe here. I don't want to do that, not in any sense of the word. Oh, okay. But 1836 to 1877, and you're in character. You're you're full. You're full. Fully developed, Buckles Brannigan. At that point, 1877 is my greatest year. My greatest year, bar none. Down, hands down, as down as down could be, down to the grit of the earth. Okay. Down to your stirrups, down to the, down to your spurs. I'm sorry, I'm getting my anatomy down wrong, but down to the horse hooves. Oh, you know it. Oh, you know it. 
But I got other great years, and that's 1957. We go up, you know, and I mean now, I mean the 20th, the 20th century. And uh, we're, we're, in our, we're in Los Angeles on our set, and we're doing a great show. We're doing a great show, you know, and I'm able to parlay my, my life living down in South Fork, and uh, and now and now you uh, you you parlay that into into your paradigm living through art, and continuing your art arc, your great your great overall uh, chron- chronological uh, uh, chromiograph uh, <laughs> uh, timeline here. You've got a very expanded timeline. Uh, you are a, you are a, a, a ombre of ombres. Well, I am. I, I am. I'll try. I'll try to work with the sheriff. I'll tell you that in my in our episodes, at least in the 1957 through 63 run of of our show, Buckles Brannigan. But uh, they the producers wanted to call it originally just Brannigan. I understand. They did. They just wanted to call it Brannigan. But it was, we were working with. Uh, uh, people at CBS and they liked the idea. They had they had uh, an idea of doing products tie product product. We would have been one of the first real product tie in. We wouldn't have been the first, but we would have been we would have been up in there in an innovative way of product tie in through storyline, and we, they decided uh, that buckles they wanted to make an attempt to. Uh, bring in a kind of a, another. Uh, it's not a MacGuffin, it's not a MacGuffin in the Hitchcockian sense, but it's a buckle that I wear, and it's my. It's a character in the show, the buckles, and uh, it figures in uh, more visually than it does in the Buckles Brannigan uh, uh, separate episodes that appear on Talk Me Some Art and other stories, sister programming here to to your. To your uh, GJM news report. Well, and, and that's very true, Buckles. And uh, by the way, we're here with Buckles Brannigan in New York City in our studios, and with uh, Buckles Brannigan, and we're also with Guy. Guy, getting back to you, not to get too off track uh, with with what we were saying, because we did complete the we we almost complete Buckles's timeline. He's still going to talk about his. His uh, his third paradigm here, and we'll we'll get back to that. But I wanted to get back to you, guy. Your experiences in art school have been documented on your program, our sister program, Talk Me Some Art, our mother program, uh, the pod program, the overall arc, uh, well, the overall program that contains arcs, arcs of ideas, arcs, you know. The art, the art, art is the arc. Art is really the art, um, and that we're learning here as we talk with with Buckles and Guy. But Guy, your your arc, you have your own timeline. Hmm, that's a good question. I never really thought of it. I just live, you know. I'm born in 1960, and I'm working my way through uh, trying to just keep things going here in life, where I where I am now. I try to be in the present for the most part, and uh, you know I'm I'm a graphic art I'm a graphic artist. My work is right now uh, out of my home. I'm telecommuting, as you would say, and um, I'm hopefully 
gaining more employment through my uh, quest with uh, that aspect of art, graphic design, and um, and trying to stay on focus with, with my podcasts, trying to keep it to the story of art, because this story, this whole show is dedicated to, to the word of art, because we want to reinforce. I don't want to make... I want to make a custard's last stand here, maybe, uh, just to be dramatic, maybe, or make a stand, at least, make a stand that, um, you know, this show is forever going to be dedicated to trying to, to bring art into it in, 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 and through parody, especially. A lot, of, a lot of the show is dedicated to parody. And um, originally, the show... Uh, was was called Talk Me Some Art and Other Stories, but we expanded it to, I'm sorry, Talk Me Some Art. And it would have been kind of cool because that's a shorter, cleaner kind of thing, but it doesn't describe uh, where we have, where we've sort of taken the show um, more organically. The show kind of developed organically from an organic perspective. And, um, uh, you know, uh, but it's great to be 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 able to talk about my my own kind of situation. Uh, my paradigm is uh, my 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 timeline, I should say, is uh, you know is where I am right now, and you know hopefully where I want to be. You know, coming up, you know, uh, I'm going to have challenges ahead. I see challenges. You know, we see challenges in our lives right now. There's an overall you know, there's external challenges, there's, there's internal issues that, you know, we have to always be working with, uh, try to grapple with. You want to try to always be navigating and be, uh, you know, have your, have, your, have your stern pointing in the right direction, you know. Um, and and you, you're, you want to be, you know, you don't want the waters too rough, but, you know, you, you've got to be kind of, uh, you know, you've got to be a little reticent to, to what might be around the corner in some, some degree. But, and then at the same time, you don't want to really have to worry about it, right? You know, art, you know, worry will, worry, worrying displaces art. Worrying is, is, is a bad thing. Uh, and ruminating on the negativity can be a, a creative destroyer. And only through, uh, I'm going to say joy. Okay, only through joy of uh, living can you uh, proceed with the modicum of expressionality, expressiveness. Now, that's not to say that you know, you know, we know Jackson Pollock was was a man that was that was challenged. He had challenges. He, he had some demons. He had to work with. You know, we've got pictures of him smoking a cigarette right over one of his huge, huge works of art. Um, these are murals that are massive in size, and they're, uh, you know, they are famous. Uh, of course, we know the we know the the whole iconography uh, of this man, but uh, art is is full the full spectrum of art. And it comes into play in every aspect of our existence, of our being, of our souls, and of our hearts. 
of our hearts. And, you know, my challenges through my life and my career draw perspective and give me perspective. And that's my timeline. That's my timeline. It gives me it gives me that that's my perspective, my timeline as to how I would compare it with someone like Buckles Brannigan across the mics, across the way from me here. And I totally agree, guy. How, how so, Buckles, in your in your practical analysis of, of what how does your you will you you continue actually this will segue right into your 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 third uh your third time your third segment of your timeline yes and i'm glad we're on this it's an interesting examination and breakdown of the buckles brand brand buckles brand again brand and uh without plugging my cigars too much my brand my brand again X brand um, my 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 timeline now continues into uh, today's back and forth in a land I'm living in and called uh, 2020 America world uh, universe and that's the that's the universe this is almost my timeline is like a universe it's like a universe in a sense uh, University. Uh, they had, they had uh, tried to do a, uh, a kind of a academic uh, initiative in May in uh, outside uh, in Mayville, which is it's, it's actually kind of a microcosm experiment, and uh, it, it was it was successful, and it gave us gave us the impetus the impetus to uh, to proceed. But I don't want to get off track before Mr. Mantle goes off or the replica here in Manhattan. <laughs> is that uh, by the, my, time, my time is my time is of the going back and forth on planes, uh, going on uh, marketing uh, quests here, working in the pyramid of the Providence, New York, London pyramid. It's a very, very lopsided pyramid, a triangle geographically. Uh, but it is because our London is really Birmingham, England, by the way, where uh, Nigel uh, and uh, our great friends Nigel and uh, and Rodney, the Quince brothers, are working on keeping the product. Uh, I always want to give them credit because uh, they're part of our team intrinsically, intrinsically uh, in in our outreaches with with Brannigan. We're not there yet with the cigar line going out to England way, going out, uh, going any kind of European marketing through that way. We're going to be going, we're going to be working to make that an entry point at some point uh, by 2022. Uh, we're hoping to kind of be entrenched in a sense in, uh, in certain uh, sectors. I've got to just put it that way. We, we're not, we're, we're in... We're in uh, in negotiations right now at that stage. Uh, we're, we're, we're our part of because the part of that delay is our immediate focus on domestic uh, 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 
uh, outreach marketing. It's an outreach marketing program. We have some of the most innovative graphic designers, illustrators, and there's your clock. There's Mr. Mantle in, in Manhattan telling us to end this segment. I'm telling you that, John, and you're the host. Uh, uh, I, <laughs> Buckles, you were right on about that. That is the studio, uh, uh, the version of the Mr. Mantle, the Mr. Mantle clock uh, that uh, is part of the uh, is the the legacy, the legacy of the of Mr. Mantle, the original Mr. Mantle that resides now in in Pawtucket, Rhode Island. You you want to say Pawtucket? Uh, they kind of make a rush of that first syllable, and they drop they de-emphasize the W. So you want to make it uh, Pawtucket. But that's okay. They, they're fine. They're going to be all right if you go the other route there. Uh, but, uh, you know, you've got uh, Pawkatuck, Connecticut. I know that one might be just easier for you to pronounce. You just can say near Pawkatuck. No, we, we, we'll get Pawkatuck down at some point. This is John Jacobs in New York, and it was great talking with you both. Guy Massey, host of Talk Me Some Art and Other Stories. The mothership, the mothership. Yeah, the mothership, the mothership. Uh, it is, I, I guess, the mothership of, uh, of a podcast uh, in my world, at least. And uh, thanks so much for having me. Thanks for having me, John. This is a GJM special news report on the story, the whole, oh, the whole panoply, the whole uh, great. It's great to see you. Both, both great to see you both Buckles Brannigan and Guy Bassey and uh, they're off they're going to be off to to to, to, uh, to continue uh, what they've got to do uh, they, they, I know they've going to be making it back to the Hilton and uh, where they stay typically and uh, I know that you uh, you had a, a little bit of a, a, a stay with Earl uh, buckles, but uh, well, that's for another time. That's for another time. This is Guy. This is John Jacobs. Thanks, Guy. Okay, and this is John Jacobs in New York. Good day to all. The GJM News Report is presented by Talk Me Some Art and Other Stories from New York. Good day. I like the special, the GJM special news report, and uh, John Jacobs is awesome, and uh, it was a great interview to be there in New York. I'm back here in Pawtucket, um, and uh, it was great to see Buckles again, 
it's always great to, to be with that group, that, those two. Uh, Story is in London still, um, and we talked to her uh, at the hotel when we got back, but um, she's, she's actually working in London. She's going to be um, uh, figuring into future podcasts, I'm sure. Uh, and uh, we're going to get her involved. She's involved in some other projects right now, but that's what happens. That's a quiet, not a quiet period for her, certainly not. Um, but we're going to try to fit her in. Uh, she's fairly, she's an important component. And um, we don't want you to think that she's getting overshadowed or anything by like Buckles or anything. Um, but, you know, Buckles is just going on the way he is. Buckles being Buckles, you know. And uh, if you don't know Buckles by now, um, you know, how it has maybe figured out maybe some of his, like we were talking in the earlier segment about his modus operandi, and it's all good. He's a good-intentioned guy. Uh, he's not really going to try to make any trouble, um, except to being a little bit proclivity on the neat. Is the monk aspect uh, uh, falls into play with with, uh, with Buckles and Buckles started the monk kind of uh, complex character before before Monk was even you know he was still probably in grade school or the actor that played Monk uh, actually would have been actually younger than that uh, when Buckles was doing his 57 foray but Buckles invented that whole kind of um, that whole kind of role. So it was great just being in New York, and it was great being with John Jacobs. John Jacobs and I uh, talked about our relationship with uh, going back there um, in '99, but um, with Buckles as well. Uh, uh, when I was interviewed, it was really good just to touch base with the guys. Um, we went to a, uh, a club that night in Manhattan. And John hosted, well, he hosted it. He treated us, actually, which was kind of gracious for him. Uh, when, uh, you know, Buckles had his top shelf, old gold, uh, put aside for him uh, by uh, the Hilton manager in the, in the Hilton bar. Because we stayed, at, we had a couple of drinks at the Hilton, the Hilton bar um, before we set out uh, to, and kind of to, ended up at a club. Uh, uh, we're heading more towards the, the west side of the city, but in any event, it was a great place to go. Um, I didn't. I, I, uh, I want to just quickly thank John Jacobs for having me in New York. Uh, he did a great job uh, with the whole with the whole presentation, and uh, you know I wish him continued luck. And the same thing goes for Buckles, of course. And I think he's already implanted in South Fork by now. Um, maybe not. He might. I think he did go directly back. Uh, and uh, I don't think he's. Um, yeah, I think he's. I think he's probably doing that. He takes a small. They got a small little uh, side airport there in South Fork, and uh, he travels through time. Buckles does travel through time, but he does make a physical landing in South Fork. He's living there. He's now in his. His third paradigm, his third, his third phase, his third century. Actually, he could break up buckles in the 18th, 19th, and 20th. I'm sorry, the 19th, 20th, and 21st centuries. Of course, 18th. Uh, we don't have any buckles that goes back that far. 1836. 
Yep. Uh, and he's 1836 to 2020. And uh, it's great to have that, that kind of guy. He, he's, a, he's a man of all centuries, I should say. Uh, and uh, he, he knows he's been around the block. He's been around the block. What are the quiet periods? The quiet periods are probably everything between 1836, 1877, 1957, and 2020. Those are the four uh, paradigms. That is, those are the four phases that are vid- most visible. Uh, and uh, it's, it's, uh, it's amazing to be able to, to say that about a... Uh, uh, well, he's a character. It's, it's amazing to say that about a character. Uh, you know, uh, he's immortal. Uh, he's immortal. The Buckles is immortal. I, uh, is that sacrilegious to say that? Uh, Beethoven is immortal in the sense, but Beethoven... Uh, doesn't uh, wear, doesn't sit in a shadow. Beethoven, uh, Beethoven was German first of all. No, no, not to get too literal here. Yeah, I'm doing my buckles, Brian. My buckles, which, you know, he's, he's, he is in South Fork. Mark's just got off the phone with him. And um, he's on his cell phone. Mark uh, is my sound guy, Mark Halpern. And Buckles, I guess he's back at South Fork, so that's good to know. And uh, everything's cool. He landed. Uh, he takes a little plane that lands in a little side uh, side track they got. Um, it's not not even. It's pretty dangerous actually for planes to land there. Um, it's right off. Uh, they have to come in by coach back into South Fork um, to. Um, uh, when Buckles lands, he grabs a coach. Uh, it, you know, it looks like just like exactly a coach that you would coach with a team of horses, and grabs into that because uh, he likes the, he kind of likes the luxury of it. It's a coach that he bought surplus from Wells Fargo. It's basically a Wells Fargo coach, and it's been it's just the way it is, and that's the way the horses come in. And he comes in, and the first thing he does is he goes to see Intrepid his horse who's kept at the livery stable. Um, is it livery stable? Buckles, I keep forgetting to ask him that when I see him. Uh, maybe I can do the Google lady. Maybe she can tell me. Maybe she can tell me um, Tell me how to pronounce that. But uh, anyway, that those stables, those, those stables, he keeps, he keeps interpret there because he lives at the hotel. He trusts Nils. Nils is the only guy he can trust. That's the blacksmith. That also runs the livery stable. And that he, he he's got a two man. He's got a, two guys that are really hard working. Uh, Mac and Toby. They're both really good guys. They work for him at uh, at his livery stable. But in any in any event, Buckles gets gets off his coach and goes right makes a beeline for Intrepid, his beloved horse. And uh, it's been with him since uh, basically 18, I'm going to say 18, just fresh out of Civil War. Uh, Buckles didn't serve in the war. Okay, he was not a Civil War. We didn't go there with his story. Uh, and he's not, that's just, just, he wasn't in the war. And he was too young. He was too young. He was born in 1836. And the war was 1865. 
well, I'm sorry, no, he wasn't too young. But what happened was he he um, what it was was he he was uh, in a situation where uh, he wanted he was to be a lieutenant, and what they ended up doing was uh, he was more value as just an art art piece to serve and um, maybe that's just the way it works out in life uh, not everybody goes to war um, but he definitely did his part outside of the war even be before uh, you know things like uh, he did a, a, a special kind of um, his, his own brand of entertainment uh, was was enough to uh, capture the legends and keep in the legends minds of people already at a young 30 only 30 about 30 years old when the Civil War was underway or at the, the end of it he was just turning 30 so um, but he uh, he did so his but his you know his, his is 1877 is his year that he always talks about you know his that's his year he talks about his 41. There's Mr. Mantle. I want to thank you, you guys. Uh, it was good to talk about buckles. I always like getting off track about buckles outside of my cats. And uh, Mr. Mantle's really telling me to wrap it up for the whole entire show. And I want to thank you all for listening. It's uh, ringing in here. Uh, thanks, Mr. Mantle, for your friendly reminders of my podcast. And uh, thanks, cats, for sticking around on the Studebaker from here in Pawtucket, from uh, Pawtucket Central, from what used to be the treehouse is down on the lower level, now on the main floor, on the main floor of studios in Pawtucket, Rhode Island. Thanks for listening to Talk Me Some Art and Other Stories. friend, a family member that calls in total panic that they can't get their computer to work right. Tried opening the program and closing it out. Go as far as that, but I always say just to avoid anything. They call back again one more time, you know. Gotta hear from it one more time. And then you finally realize maybe after the third time, maybe even the fourth time, you don't realize it. How about restarting your computer? How about restarting that phone of yours that's giving you agony? You've got, uh, you're playing a uh, podcast back, you're listening to it on Spotify, and it, uh, you can hear it, and you play another one, and that old podcast that you were listening to earlier, you haven't completed it, it's playing through on top of your old one, or your, your new one is playing on top of your old one listening to a totally different podcast by a totally different podcaster restart your phone just shut it down maybe even and then start it back up do a clean restart a clean restart that'll save your sanity on this episode of talk me some art and other stories sanity and saving your sanity and how you save face saving your sanity to others.
My brothers and sisters are everything to me. You know, it's like the Allman Brothers album, Brothers and Sisters. Remember that? My cousin Andy would come over, rip the turntable needle, the tone arm, take that tone arm and just shove it off, grab my record, throw it aside without much care. After I pleaded for Andy to put it back in, put my living on the fault line back in its jacket, and he kind of liked the song, but he didn't have a lot of patience for the doobies. He liked listening to the music. He liked Jesus is Just All Right With Me from, from their great album, Toulouse Street. And uh, he would uh, impatiently sometimes put the, al- put, the, put the record back into the album cover into the dust jacket, you know, um, and, and put it in the, put it in the insert liner. Uh, he would do that. The Warner Brothers liner would go in and he'd take out the Capricorn record, uh, with also sort of a rushed and modicum of carefulness on that time because he wanted his album to last longer than mine. (laughs) No maliciousness here, just... Wanting to be, wanting to share the music with me, wanting to share the music with me. That was Andy's impetus. Share the Land by the Guess Who was another go to song. Share the Land. Uh, Andy was pretty varied with music, actually. I give him more credit than I used to. He liked a little bit of Yes. He liked a little bit of everything, but a lot, a lot of the Grateful Dead. Uh, he liked Zappa, like Frank Zappa. Uh, the Doobie Brothers, as I mentioned earlier. But, you know, Share the Land and the Guess Who and the Grateful Dead were everything to him. Uh, he was a one-song kind of guy. Whip and Post was his go-to, but he did like all the all the Allman Brothers albums. He had almost all of them. He had uh, Wipe the Windshield, Dollar Gas. Check the Oil, Wipe the Windshield, Dollar Gas. Uh, later on, he had I'm No Angel. He had Laid Back by Greg Ullman. I'm No Angel. Uh was a song from a, the, a, a weak Allman Brothers album that came out later. But, uh, you know, he was really enamored by the great, the, uh, I was going to say the Grateful Dead. I meant the Allman Brothers band. This is a special premiere edition of Talk Me Some Art and Other Stories. I'm your host, Guy Massey. Today we take a look at the Brits. Ah, the Brits. On this edition of Talk Me Some Art and Other Stories. I must say, I must say, the Premier League, the Premier Edition, the Premier, it is the word that set me off this morning when I heard it being mentioned on BBC News with, with uh, Corey Donaldson. Uh, that really wouldn't be a British name, wouldn't it be? It'd be more like Morley, yes, uh, or something like Reginald Morley doing the BBC News from London. Three minute, uh, three minute, uh, I'm going to switch to my American accent. 
the Premier League, the Premier edition, the Premier, uh, the Premier, that's the way we say it. We don't say it Premier, but I love the way the British say it. They put emphasis on the Prem, and they put emphasis on the air, Premier. They're both important syllables. Our Premier is, is uh, <laughs> by comparison, is uh, rather lame. Uh, but uh, still, nonetheless, we have our good words. Uh, we have a longer word for the, the, uh, the elevator, of course, and the famous, uh, famous uh, to- topic brought up uh, when you're talking about uh, uh, people. Did you take the lift? Did you, did you ride a lift? Uh, did you take the lolly? Did you do the lolly down Premier Lane? Yes, the Premier Lane, I should say. Premier. Premier would be France, Francais, but we're not talking about France. We're leaving France alone. That's over by the right, and we're just going to keep them, you know, in their little Paris uh, enclave there, the big city of Paris. Uh, uh, and, uh, you know, uh, these cities that you can see from deep space, uh, you know, that recognize themselves on the planet show how great our, our world is. Um, you know, if you ever look at a satellite image of the Earth, it's just something to behold. Um, it, it's, uh, it evokes what to Buckles Brannigan would be the, the, the landscape of, uh, let's say, uh, a, a southwestern desert landscape uh, down where he comes from. But in any event, he's by the Rio Grande, is where South Fork is. We, we know that, and he's got vistas. Uh, he has a, he dabbles in photography. He worked with uh, he was uh, worked with the student uh, that was a student of Ma- of Matthew uh, of uh, the great uh, 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 photographer, the great Civil War photographer. The clock, the clock, the mantle. Uh, Matthew Brady, the, the great photographer, he was born in 1822, died in 1896. Um, he is uh, renowned for his uh, incredible documentarian and yet artistic beauty and composition and in uh, scale and scope of his photography, his work. Uh, there should be a separate podcast dedicated to Matthew Brady. I'm sure there are. Of the 800,000 or so podcasts out there, uh, of which this is one, just one. Think of that vastness. Think of that vastness for a while. Think about the premiere edition of that one. Um, but the Brits, let's get back to the Brits while we're, while we're talking about premiere and premiere. Because uh, as far as a premiere nation, they're certainly... Uh, my mom loves the Brits, and this is what as, one aspect in this segment that I didn't want to forget to bring up. And, and um, you know, uh, I want to dedicate this, by the way, to the past tense sense, which is uh, unfortunate. I didn't do a podcast, I don't believe, on the 15th of October, and the, the date, the, the significance of the date itself, October 15th, is my parents is my parents' anniversary. Uh, they got married on a uh, horrendously rainy, uh, epically rainy, tropical storm, uh, borderline hurricane uh, situation uh, on that day uh, in, in the fall of 1955. And uh, October 15th is, uh, is always been remembered as my parents' anniversary, of course. 
and I actually have to kick should kick myself because I need to kick myself in gear because I had actually forgotten about my parents' anniversary the a good part of the day. I wasn't reminded until uh, I think my, when I talked with my sister Renee in the morning, um, late morning. Um, I it, it didn't register. I actually forgot about my brother Claude's birthday until about the same time. I think that Renee reminded me again. Uh, sisters, uh, God love my sisters. They just remind me, they keep me on the ball with dates and calendar things. They're incredible. Um, uh, so the, the communicative skill of, of women in the family is unparalleled. Uh, there's communication. There is definitely communication. If you haven't noticed that. But the Brits, uh, the Brits, it's getting back on track. My mom loved the British people, the British, the way, the, the houses, the, 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 the gardens, the, the beauty, the dogs, uh, the, the love of the people that have the love of dogs uh, to an incredible degree. And, you know, uh, just the, the beauty of the, the grandeur of the architecture, the London... The, the London, think of any London streetscape or cityscape, think of uh, Kent, think of the, the, the countryside, uh, you know, think of uh, Bolton, uh, Cornwall, uh, think of uh, Nelson, Lord Nelson and Trafalgar Square, you know. Uh, London's a huge, huge, huge sprawling city. Uh, it is a it is a um, Goliath of a city. Uh, it has hulking hulking borders, uh, and it is it is a it, it's sort of a from what I understand from what I can see from my perspective and my brother Claude again the architectural expert in the family certainly uh, is will probably correct me if I'm wrong but it's got a jagged a jagged uh, border to it around around its uh, it's part of greater london it's part of greater london the county is called greater london but the city is london of course and it's a city of about nine million people um, with a metropolitan area i'm sure that's much much larger than that of uh, metropolitan area but my thanks <laughs> mark again i gotta do my laugh there uh mark you're you're uh, telling me it's a, a metropolitan population of 14 million uh, five in that range, uh, according to the latest census. Um, but uh, it is a uh, so that is the size of New England in population, the metropolitan area, and it's in a in a tighter in a tighter geographical area, obviously, but. Um, London, it's Greater London. Well, when you say Greater London, you, you, and you're talking about the metropolitan area, you're probably better off just saying the metropolitan area of London because Greater London, you're going to get confused with the actual county that London resides in. Um, there, and, and outside of London, there is Manchester. You know, there's York. Uh, there's, uh, you know, there's small little towns, you know, there's small little hamlets and villages and pubs and it's a, it's a country of little pubs uh, and there's cattle 
there's cattle. There's cattle that was brought over in Buckles Brannigan's time, uh, his first paradigm of being uh, in the year 1877. There would have been an import of British lords overseeing uh, properties, uh, tracts of land, acreage, lords and dukes, the, the, the wealth of England invested into the West uh, to, to a significant degree. And I want to check into that more because it's an interesting history. And Buckles figures smacked, as usual, Buckles fits smack dab right in the middle of all that, all that activity. And his buckle is right in place there. He's got, you know, buckle, again, let's just reemphasize the buckle because that's all the pivotal uh, MacGuffin of the whole story. The MacGuffin is the, is the item that is uh, uh, inconsequential to the, to the, to the film's storyline or to its uh, re resolution, uh, yet is part of, the, of a movie. It is, a, it is an extra little ornament. A device, a device as you would call it, a device that directors and, and filmmakers use, uh, the MacGuffin. So that's the story with that. Buckles about, uh, my buckle right now is, is, is coming in at, uh, at about seven inches tall by about nine inches wide, just about eight and seven, eight and three quarter. Uh, on your inches. I don't know what that is on your met on your metrics out there in Britain. I know you're talking about Britain. I, we, we, I've learned a lot about Britain, and you can tell from my past episodes, Claude. If you've been paying attention, I don't know. Uh, you, maybe you didn't. You lost track, but I was in London. We were in Birmingham, and I think we've had conversations uh, with you, brother guy. Uh, regarding uh, regarding my ventures with market marketing 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 in 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 London and we visited uh, some of the some of those great uh, provinces of, of of England and it's a great country and I really really enjoyed being out there uh, any of the times I've gone uh, met met got a chance to call. We got a chance to call Story Evermore, and when we were in Birmingham, we didn't get a chance to see her. She's still in London, uh, working on assignment, and she's going to be back in New York doing a set of interviews coming up real soon. So if you, if you, if Story Evermore kind of ended up on the back slow burn, we're going to be bringing that pan, that beautiful pan of Story and her stories. And, uh, and they're really, they're really memorable in her perspective, her perspective. And she's a great interviewer. I think she's one of the best. She, she keeps, she lets the listener, lets the, the listener listen. She lets the, the listener listen. And she lets the, the participant uh, participate. Uh, in, 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 she's a, she's, uh, you know, I don't want to say a little key because that's not a good way to, to, uh, to, that's not, that's, that's cloaked, cloaked praise. That's, that's sort of praise with the jaundiced, jaundiced eye. And, uh, story is just one of those characters. She's a great character. She's, she's, she's a character on your show, guy. You actually made her. There's a storyline with her living 30 blocks away from uh, 
There's the John Jacobs story and the, and, and the story Evermore coming in. And uh, that's, that's something that, that you have not really capitalized on that storyline and those rela- that relationship that those two professionally, uh, we last saw their interaction in a, in a New York deli, uh, delicatessen, and uh, I'll, I'm going to even get as specific as saying it was in Midtown. I think it was the description on the story, uh, how it read, how it, uh, how it panned out here. And we're, we're left with them uh, eating their respective uh, deli uh, and, uh, and commiserating in, in New York City uh, in that kind of, uh, in that kind of uh, 60s kind of uh, can-do atmosphere that New York had back then. And so, but it takes place in 2021, 2020. And I just wanted to to say that. So that's Buckles. That's my longest impression of Buckles Brannigan that I've ever done. And it's not perfect. Buckles would have to chime in on that and see if he's, you know, is it sacrilege? Is it is that a real you know is that like the longest extended uh, impersonation of a character that I've ever done? I can unequivocally say that right now as take as much as I take a sip of my coffee out of the Paul Massey Chevrolet GMC. Uh, I'm sorry, Paul Massey Chevrolet Buick GMC mug. I mean, what's the deal? But it's great that to have buckles, uh, to be able to do buckles, and to to be able to, he's okay with it. He's actually pretty good with it. Um, he uh, he laughs along with it, and he recognizes his voice and his mannerisms in the voicing. Um, he's probably listening to this right now uh, in South Fork. Um, He's going to be probably down there for a little while. We were going to probably get uh, get him on Skype or one of the ways to come to this. We'll probably try to do it a little bit better than, than that. Uh, actually, we will do it better than that. Uh, we've got a pretty good hook uh, set up as far as that with buckles. Um, we is, is it a direct line? Yeah, it's a direct line. It's a direct line. Uh, we're pretty we're pretty unfiltered. Um, he, he throws a lot of ideas across the board to me. But uh, he was in, in England again. We're talking about the Brits and how great they are. My mom loved them. I almost want to continue on and carry on about my mom's love for the Brits because she really, she really, she really did. She really liked that. You know, we love British comedy growing up. Monty Python. Uh, that was just off the charts. And Benny Hill to a, quite a lesser extent. But still, you know, part of the household. Uh, you know, other other British shows that just uh, Faulty Towers with John Cleese again. Uh, it's just great talent, just great talent coming from uh, coming from uh, that 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 small island nation, right? That small, mighty, great island nation uh, that ruled the world, basically ruled the roost, uh, a la Roman Empire a la uh, Greek Empire 
but Allah, really Roman, in the real Roman tradition, is, I guess, uh, in the sense of colonialization, uh, just just total uh, total takeover. When the Brits did something, it was single-mindedness, uh, and that that showed itself, of obviously, in 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 in, in, in when you play out World War II, for instance. You see the heroes that come from that war. Uh, they are certainly our leaders at that time. Uh, we had a respect for leaders that I don't even really can't even imagine because I wasn't. I was still 15 years away from being born. That's Mr. Clock going. Um, and uh, I forgot our lineup of our birthdays of everybody. I wanted to mention our family birthdays. And you know, my mom loved the Brits and. Uh, the, uh, the clock is going to ring uh, on the hours that tell us that this interview, this segment, is actually going to have to come to a close. We're trying to keep to a 15-minute uh, check-in. So my clock rings on the 15-minute uh, with an extended uh, chime-in uh, at the hour. And when it does the hour, uh, it's signaling us in its own subtle way, Mr. Mantle, here we go again with the replica John Jacobs uh, in John Jacobs' New York studio at GJM News Report. Um, that, uh, you know, this, this whole, the whole episode of, uh, of uh, the Brits, well, first of all, it's great to talk about the Brits and the clock. Uh, tells me, you know, it just told me that we should need to talk to, uh, to end the program and this segment uh, in a really spirited way. And the spirit of the Brits is a can-do attitude and their whole approach to uh, their whole perspective and approach to um, to uh, to leadership uh, to duty uh, to tradition to tradition. Tradition is so, so emblematic of England and, and, and what it is and, and, it's, and, it's, and its artistic endeavors and music, the British invasion and what it brought to us, the, the watershed moment that that was. Uh, and our collaboration as countries, our collaborations in leadership uh, and the potential of leaders through, uh, through our relationships. And it's a good relationship. We've always had a good relationship. My mom always liked political stability, didn't like disharmony in the world. You know, we, we always want that clock uh, to, to be in, in an equilibrium in the world. We want a certain equilibrium. Uh, we know that it's not a perfect world, but we want, we want a lull. We want, we want a lull period of peace. We like peace. We do like peace. We want to have peace. Our Christmas cards show the peace we at least pretend to be wanting peace. Maybe our leaderships are just, leadership is just pretending that they want peace. And the world is still in, in, in turmoil. But you know, coronavirus has displaced a lot of the news at least that comes out of uh, places, that, uh, hot spots in the world. And uh, you know, it's, it, it cloaks it right now. Uh, coronavirus is, is in, a, in a cloaking mode like a Star Trek uh, like a, uh, like a, uh, a, a uh, phaser locking uh, communicator uh, Spock Bones uh, he's dead Jim approach uh, to the whole thing
And so the Brits, uh, what can I say, Canterbury Cathedral, it's just the great countryside. Ah, the countryside of England. It's British comedy. Ah, forgot about British comedy. My brother Paul loves British, uh, British programs, British uh, crime, the British crime drama, uh, the whole British crime uh, television revolution. Uh, let's just say that brought us a Monk and. Uh, and uh, The Reverend, I believe, is another British show. I'm not big myself on the British shows uh, as much as my brother Paul is, uh, for instance. Um, my brother Claude probably watches more British. Uh, I know he certainly does his cooking shows in the afternoon. Claude's got a whole streak of cooking shows that he watches. Uh, the, the variety is... Uh, I, like, I always like Lydia... But I don't really get Lydia. I get Julia Child in her older uh, television appearance, although I did catch a bit of a Julia Child documentary on PBS recently, uh, which showed old clippings from her early WGBH uh, public television uh, produced uh, uh, French chef program that was in the, in the black and white days of television. An uh, innovative use of overhead uh, camera work is, is notable for that show outside of, of course, uh, Julia herself, who was, was an icon, icon, uh, probably the greatest cook that ever, ever, ever lived. You know, as far as if you're going to rank uh, uh, chefs or rather television, I should say television chef personalities. Uh, what, who would come up at the top would be uh, Julia. She'd be the Beethoven the Beethoven of, uh, of, or certainly the Mozart of, uh, of uh, the cooking, cook, do uh, it yourself, well, self, well, not self-help, <laughs> I guess you could call it that, um, food help, food help, you know, food help programs, food, food source, and um, I, I, I had to take a survey to see how many people actually cook uh, with with Julio and and other and other cook show hosts that we would have Emerald I like Emerald um, I'm, I'm, I like his show without the audience believe it or not uh, better although the audience is I like the audience I like the audience and I go along with the show pretty pretty well but I don't really watch these shows on a regular basis Claude's got his lineup of of uh, the British so the British is it's a great great subject and I'm glad it was able to we were able to do like an add-on special sort of edition premiere a premiere edition that was sort of an insert this was sort of an insert that you would have gotten in your in your uh, Providence Phoenix uh, newspaper if that's still around uh, and the Boston Phoenix you know you'd have the special supplement uh, or the Sunday the Sunday supplement the Boston Globe uh, or the Providence Journal, a special insert, a special insert, like a fall edition kind of thing, uh, fall, you know, uh, and uh, so those are kind of the, that's kind of the, the idea that we had with our, with our premiere, our premiere edition, within an edition, um, on this uh, extended, extended show, extended version of Talk Me Some Art and Other Stories.